Roll sound, Scotty. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! I, I personally looked away. The worst bit of the podcast that? is the intro and the outro because Have everything else flows in the middle. And this is what I struggle with is actually, what yeah. do I say? What what the hell do you say to bring it in and to close it? Because you've got to get used to this because you've got your own podcast. Good morning, stinking paws! I'm Liam. Hello. You, you may know me from other episodes. I speak sometimes, then quiet on the first episode. Um, I'm joined here today with the ever so handsomely and always beautiful Scott Phipps. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. How you been? Oh, it's been a while. It's it, fine. It yeah. has. It yeah, has. Yeah. Been up to anything? Uh, what, since we last spoke? Yeah. Um, sat here and had a bite to eat and a couple of beers. And, nice, nice. Um, Good times. Good times. That's enough from you. And as usual, <laughs> we're joined here at Studio Poho with the hostess with the mostess, who doesn't eat much, Paul Olaza. <laughs> How are you, Paul? I'm great, Liam. Thank you. Good, good. What have you been up to? Anything um, uh, exciting to tell the ladies out there? Um, no. We don't have no, any female no, listeners, no, by no, the way. We, I'm pretty sure we don't. Do we not? No, uh, that surprises the de- me. Yeah, the demographic. Oh, leans really? towards male. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so to all the male listeners out there, Paul is single. <laughs> there are a few actually. We do get some correspondence from female listeners. Oh, and to all the females. Um, so to, me and Scott. To those that are wondering what the fuck is happening, Liam has taken over today. Yes. <laughs> Just to mix it up a bit. How are you, mate? You okay? I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm uh, good. Now, yeah, we're getting used to this podcasting intro thing because you've got a podcast coming up soon surely you've talked about this I have in the new year I'm going to get started and have a variety of guests probably going to end up probably be us pretty much (laughs) I'm going to have it all set out so it's a permanent like recording studio I've got to name the location I can't yet name it um, for (laughs) (coughs) reasons yet to be undisclosed you came up with a name for mine in Seconds. Yeah, I need to be put on the spot to come up with a name for a studio. <laughs> um, but yeah, mine's mainly going to be about talking about topics that are near and dear to people and things in the news, things in the world. Just a bit of Just everything, everything and anything. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we're, right. we're all not academics to, here. so Not to buttonhole it, just to sort of go yeah, we could talk random. About films, we could talk about pork and pickle pies. <laughs> we could talk about Paul's drink issues. <laughs> Anything you want to get off your chest. I don't have an issue. Exactly, and that's why we need to talk. <laughs> Do you remember about two episodes ago where I said listeners might not be able to detect when 
where we record three episodes in the night that (laughs) (laughs) episode one starts off as one way and episode two might be a bit... This is definitely an episode three. I mean, for me, I see it more as... um, (laughs) The show just gets a bit more lively if I'm hosting. On episode three, okay. Um, Nothing to do with the beer and wine. (laughs) I'm sorry, I genuinely just got caught up by a traffic light. (laughs) I looked outside and saw traffic lights changing all at the same time and it took a moment of... Which is... I mean, mainly because I have an attention issue. Um, it's also quite out for the movie. We're, yeah, also it's, quite out for the movie we're going to be reviewing. Traffic yes, lights come into this. We, um, as in the last few episodes, Paul was picked a film, or I've picked a film. Today is Sir Scott Phipps's choice. It is indeed. Genuinely given a knighthood by um, Charles <laughs> recently, this weekend. Um, Sir Phipps, what did you pick? I picked an Oscar-winning movie from the late 80s, starring Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise, directed by Barry Levinson, Rain Man. Nice choice, nice choice. Um, we'll uh, play the trailer now and we'll get back to everyone. Trailer! 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 Of course, I'm an excellent driver. That's me drive slow on the driveway. Chris, only 28 miles on the odometer since I drove it a week ago last Saturday. It should be more than 28 miles. Hey, what is this? Who is this guy? Raymond is your brother. My brother? I, I don't have a brother. Easy go connect to them. Dry bones, easy go connect to them. Of course, I'm an excellent driver. You know how to drive? Yeah. Right, right, now, right, now, right now. You never, never touch the steering wheel when I'm driving. Do you hear me? Yeah. Do you hear me? Of course, I don't have my underwear. What? Them bones, them bones gonna walk around. Them bones, them bones gonna walk around. Them bones, them bones gonna walk around. Now hear the word of the Lord. You're using me. You use everybody. I'm using Raymond. Raymond! Raymond, am I using you? Am I using you, Raymond? Yeah. Shut up! He is answering a question from a half hour ago. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Now hear the word of the Lord. Quite a trip, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. What happened this past week? Dance with Charlie Babbitt. You want to learn how to dance? Yeah. Dance with your brother? I don't know about you, but I'm starting to feel a little silly. What else did you do? Kiss Susanna. Did you enjoy kissing a woman? I don't know. How was that? Wet. <laughs> Wet? Yeah. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise, in a Barry Levinson film. I like having you for my brother. I'm an excellent driver. That was the trailer for Rain Man, which was released in 1988, I believe. And it was about a selfish yuppie, Charlie Babbitt's father left a fortune to his savant brother, Raymond, and a pittance to Charlie. They travel cross-country on their little adventure that brings them a lot closer. Yes. You've both seen this before? I saw it at the cinema. 
Did you? Yeah, I did. And that's the last time I saw it up until last night. I thought he was going to say it was the last time I went to the cinema. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I I went to see it when it came out of cinema, but I wasn't allowed in. I was three. You were three? <laughs> you never went, so... <laughs> The thing I remember. <laughs> the thing I remember about this, it was the first film to be released. You saw in color. No, it was the first film to be released on sell through video. Sorry, well, what? On sell through video. So before, prior to this, movies would get a rental release yeah. on video for six months to a year. Yeah. Then you could be able to buy them. This was the first film to be brought out to buy and rent at the same time. Oh, right. oh really? Okay. Yes, and I remember it vividly because I, I bought it. Were you working at the video shop at the time? No, I wasn't at the time, no. <laughs> but, it was, yeah, but I bought it, or it was bought for me. I think I was about 18 or whatever when it came out. And it was it was 20. just amazing the fact that a film that came out 24 months before you could actually buy yeah. Yeah. and, and never not rent. Never yeah. Knew yeah. I think this was... The second time I've ever watched it, I think I watched it as a kid when it was might have been on Sunday TV when I was little. Yeah, but um, yeah, I watched it Thursday, um, which was like watching it again, like for the first time because it's a new movie. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you can watch anything as a kid. Let's say if you watched it when it came out in '88, it's, it's been a long, long time, mm. <clears throat> thirty years since then. So yeah, it's like watching a new film. Yeah, um, and yeah. I, genuinely loved this film yeah genuinely loved this film it wasn't one where there's just been times where I've watched the film and I'm like okay I can I don't know, quickly play on my phone while it's still playing or yeah. something like that where you don't have to pay but that is it's not one that you have to pay attention to but you choose to it yeah. just it gets you and you kind of think man Tom Cruise's character Charlie Babbitt is an arsehole yeah. and oh, you God. feel for Dustin Hoffman the, the first had problems half, with him didn't you yeah the first 30 minutes 45 minutes mm. of the film I, I didn't remember how much of a twat Tom Cruise's character was. Yeah. And I mean, he played him well because he, he had me hating him. Uh, and you, and you, that's the thing. If you hate the character... <laughs> yeah. he's, he's done I his think, job. Yeah, yeah, I think often we do that. And I definitely know me and Paul said the same sort of things about many different films, but you turn and go, oh, I hate that actor. Yeah. And it ends up being because in a role they played so such a dick, you hate them and you think, hang on, it's not... You, you kind of get caught up in... It's not them. They're obviously that good at acting. Mm. You yeah. hate that role that you end up hating that person. See, I've seen this film loads of times because I say we bought it when it first came out and I watched it. Yeah. You, you know, it's like when you get a new video as a yeah. kid, you yeah. watch it, oh, you watch, yeah, it, watch it. And um, I was watching it this time with the point of view of like knowing Tom Cruise as he is now. And there was this period in Tom Cruise's career that there was this anti-Tom Cruise feeling, wasn't it? It was like yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. smarmy, yeah. smug. I don't actually see why, because... No, he has not made a bad movie. Not, or... He has made a few duds, but... Most um, actors have. But... but a lot of his films I love, and mm. it's not the fact that Tom Cruise is in them. Yeah. He's just been in good films. I think yeah. a lot of it with Tom Cruise was <clears throat> later on in his career when the whole Scientology thing came about, oh, that a lot of people kind of went off of Tom Cruise. Yeah, and the um, Katie Holmes jumping on the sofa yeah. and declaring and his like, love. And, and, and it's the sort of thing you kind of think, you can't say to, you can't turn around and go, do you know, I don't like that person because that's their belief. It's like, well, then in that case, I can I tend to not like any American sport because they'll believe in God. Yeah. I can't, you can't do that just because I mean, it changes the belief. Tom, Tom Cruise, even as recently, obviously he does the Mission Impossible films, but um, Edge of Tomorrow, Brilliant yeah. film. Which yeah. I thought was a love fantastic it. Yeah, film. It was a really good yeah. film. Love it. 
very good that was. When people talk about Rain Man, it's, it's, it's Dustin Hoffman. They say, oh, Dustin Hoffman, performance of his career, Oscar winning, you know, performance. Tom Cruise is equally up there in this. To, to be honest, I think Dustin Hoffman had the easier part because mm-hmm. he didn't have to say that much. A lot of his lines were repeated. Ooh. No, I'm not saying it was a bad performance. No, no, not that, but I'm saying the easiest part. He had to... No, and not this is just a counter argue your point, Miss O'Leary, if you may, if if that even your name, is that to play uh, in the eighties an autistic kid that I think to stay in that character took a lot. Tom Cruise yeah. had more to do than to be a dick, yeah. But to try and remain in that like that mindset of um, especially now, I genuinely reckon if that film was remade, they would. Absolutely, kick off if someone played an autistic person yeah. instead of getting an autistic person. Bearing in yeah. mind as well that Dustin Hoffman was well known for being a method actor. Yeah, mm. and that's what I mean to. Have, and I think that's what because you could easily watch this film and look at Dustin Hoffman and think, uh, like, I mean, and not that you're wrong, but it's just you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. no you, I know me place. It's not that you're wrong, but yeah, if you look at it, you could kind of think all he's got to do is twitch every now and then, walk around. Might have the same old thing about who's on first, and and every now and then have a little bit of a shit fit, and you think. Mm. But I think, yes, if you used to watch it, and not, um, <clears throat> kind of care for that role, that part, sorry, or that that emotion, that mental disorder, um, or whatever, then yeah, you could turn around and go, maybe it's not, maybe it's not that hard for Dustin Osby. It might not have been that hard if it's yeah. a method actor, but I think for me, that's what kind of stood up more than Tom Cruise because seeing Tom Cruise is so much mm. and so many great films as you, like you've pointed out is that uh, I think I kind of see Tom Cruise as he's already established yeah. whereas Dustin Hoffman like we discussed earlier is we can name maybe four films what is let's put this in context that Dustin Hoffman's made 100, 200 movies or yeah. whatever and he's always been regarded as this great big Hollywood yeah. actor but when you break down those 200 films there's six or seven outstanding performances yeah, that yeah. people always talk about. Yeah. The other 194... Yeah, you're not going to name. Well, yeah. you, you'll name a, a couple of them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the things like the Kung Fu Pandas and the Meet the Fockers and, and that sort of thing. But the six are probably sort of Kramer versus Kramer, Marathon Man, All the President's Men, Tootsie, Tootsie this, you know... Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. So there's, you know... Uh, but at, all, at the same time, He's become this this legend of Hollywood. Yeah. Tom Cruise is probably heading that way, not to that extent. Yeah, I certainly not to that extent. That. Hmm? I think it's difficult with that sort of thing. Not that I disagree, because I do. Yeah, Tom Cruise will never be that sort of like um, prestige. Mm. But it's it's like why? Yeah, that, that's the weird thing because yeah, you yeah. think Tom Cruise has made film after film, done yeah. stunt after stunt. Like yeah. he's done, he's put his body. It's what he's got to be late fifties. Yeah, sure. Easily, yeah. yeah, he's in the fifties. He's still doing his stunts. Yeah. he's a small guy. He's yeah. not big in stature at all. And you kind of think fifty-six. Yeah, fifty-six 50. years of age. But at this time, he wasn't known for the stunt work or anything no, like that. But it you was... think of him now. But if someone say oh, Dustin Hoffman's a better actor, you'd be like, on what scale? Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. How do you measure now mm. yeah. what makes someone like to that level? Because I look at like Robert De Niro, who is a legend, mm. genuinely legend. But there are actors that are putting in bigger performances 
yeah. in films now, but people go, they're no Robin, they're no Robert De Niro. Yeah. And it's like, what? And some people go, well, Godfather. And you think, mm. okay, I, I, that I don't get because me and Paul both kind of. You're not a fan of the Godfather, Godfather right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a. This is a good film. It's not just seriously overhyped. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. People. I'm not even going to go down like there because it because it's like trendy it. to like. Yeah. It. I, I think you. I, no, I think you're someone because you love films. There's a lot of people that I've met where I've turned around and said about Godfather. Like, I love it. And you're like, what's your favourite one? They're like, oh, three. You're like, <laughs> you haven't watched them, have you? Because like, three's a pile of shit. And they're like, no, no, I love it. And you're like, shut up. But no, sorry, going back to it, there's mm. actors that I think maybe in 30, 40 years' time, mm. Tom Cruise will be classed as like this, this legend. But while in there will be a time yeah, people won't. There will be a brief period of Tom Cruise's career that will be his golden period. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think. He won't be remembered for Rain Man, unfortunately. No, he will be remembered for the Mission Impossible. Yeah, era. definitely. Films like Top Gun, Cocktail. Top Gun will obviously be because that was the one. That, yeah. yeah, but I, I've got a I funny thing. I think that'd be that See, big. Yeah. Night and Day. Is it was yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. Like the one with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, But all know. actors make shit films. Dusty Hoffman's made a fucking shit ton of shit films. You know, <clears throat> but people will remember his name still now mm. as oh, this 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 legend in Hollywood. You're like. Okay. But it's Rain Man is also this victim of, and we're going to use some language here that some people might be uncomfortable with. It's the full retard, right? It's the, and I'm talking Tropic Thunder here, you know, where. Robert Downey Jr., blackface. Yeah, says, don't go don't full, retard. full retard. Because, and, but this is what he's referring to. Have you seen Tropic Thunder? No. Oh, oh right. So Paul's laughing because he thinks we're being offensive. No, I'm like, just like. What? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Genuinely <laughs> black faced, yeah, in it, brilliant playing. And when like people start, he goes, "Dude, never got full, retard. never go full read, never go full read." And if, if someone comes like, back at you like, "He's gone full retard." Right. So what he's referring to is people like Dustin Hoffman playing Rain Man, yeah, Daniel Day Lewis in My Left Foot, yeah. Forrest Gump, yeah. yeah, and there was this thing where you want to win Malcolm the you, you, you want to win the Oscar. Go for a retard. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's referring. Yeah. To. And there was this. This it wasn't a phase, but you know, there was this general conception that the Oscar would always go to someone that's playing somebody that's disadvantaged. Yeah, I'm being very careful it, with my words. So I don't it, know. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, oh, piano. The piano. Uh, deaf wasn't that? She was deaf. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Holly Hunter. Yeah, yeah. It's. What? I'm stopping there because he was like, what? <laughs> no. He said the piano and he said, she's deaf. And I went, what? Oh, and I didn't know. So you went, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of made that joke just worse. Not even, exactly. not even slightly good. It was like, yeah, you ruined that, Scott. <laughs> but <clears throat> I, I get. I think that's why like back then, it was the, a lot of films in, in the nicest possible way. It's that sympathy vote. Mm. If, if you didn't... And, not taking anything away from how Dustin often done this because I was actually reading up whether or not Rain Man um, was good or bad for autistic people. But like mm. I didn't. Like I wanted to look to see if people thought it's insulting to autistic people mm. or not. But it actually got a lot. Like I said, it's, there's so many different ranges on the spectrum of autistic and Asperger's. The thing I got from watching it this morning was how miseducated or how unaware people were of autism when this yeah. film was made. Because yeah. yeah. people would know, they're just like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Like, control, what's wrong? You know? I'd never heard of an autistic seven when I was no. 17, 18, when this film came out. Never heard of it before, but I'd heard of 
th- these guys that had these memory talents almost, yeah, yeah. you know. Not very good at a lot of yeah. other stuff, but they can keep Yeah, but they could... Like in the casinos, yeah. oh, no one can memorise a six deck. But now, yeah, but now... Sorry, I was just pouring some yeah, but, but, <laughs> but now autism is a generally spoke about condition um, and... Too widely used, I think. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. we... Oh, are we going down that road? I don't know. It's like I, I think people nowadays are too eager to put a label on things mm. when people can be just less intelligent than the others or have just been naughty people rather than ADHD or ADD or whatever. So, I mean, all these, I, all I these phrases too, never existed. There's too they? many labels now. Yeah, I think autism is one that isn't like just the label because no, I'm saying, but there's too many parents that will be quick to say, oh, just because they're causing a little bit of issue and a little bit behind everyone else at school, oh, they must be autistic. I think the thing you get a lot more like the ADHD part because parents are finding their kid being naughty or shit. Mm. No one, like a lot of people I spoke to, they they hate the whole feeling of because if you hear autistic, you immediately think your kid's fucking retarded. Hence why Tom Cruise only says, is he retarded? He's retarded, and Because yeah. people just think they're not... The, the, the general thing with autism, and in the same sense, in, in a certain way, as Down syndrome, is they're actually more advanced than we are now. Mm. Like, autistic people genuinely, other than, like, the, the sense of the touch and certain things that they don't like, there's certain things that they love and they can... They'll destroy us in certain things. Like, if someone... If an autistic kid loved films, mm. they'll know more about them than we ever could. Oh God, yeah. It's it's the it's almost the concentration on one subject yeah. and sort of and, and I think that's the thing because a lot of like in today's society I see a lot of the whole uh, ADHD, oh. that thing is like ridiculous because yeah. they're just naughty cunts and they just smack. Yeah, that's it. It's parents <laughs> taking the easy way out, yeah. putting a label on it, but and I saying, definitely oh, yeah. know hardly any parent wants to hear that their kid's autistic because yeah. so many people see I, that I think I might have missed mis- sort of said what I meant to say I, I, I agree with you there that autism is much more diagnosed than yeah, the self-diagnosis of yeah because if your kid's naughty people show and go oh they, they they keep playing up and they're always hyper you're like oh I must have ADHD yeah I yeah. know no. it's bad parenting bad Bad uh, diet is a lot of it by feeding them too many e numbers, too I mean, many shit yeah. foods. They have put di- um, diet down to um, a thing of helping autistic kids. If you can have like a keto diet, helps autistic kids. With yeah, because it, um, it takes mentality. away any anything that isn't natural yeah. to them. Take this back to the fifties in this film when Dustin Hoffman would. Oh God, born. they would have killed him. Well, they put him in a home, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. As a three-year-old, I think it was, wasn't it? Or four-year-old or something? No, no, because he was older than that because the Rain Man used to sing... Yeah, to... To Tom, Tom Cruise in 1962 yeah. or wherever yeah, it was when he... when he was... Uh, he was born in... Yeah, no, it was mid-60s, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Tom Cruise was born in 62 or where he was in this movie. Yeah, so I'm sure... Because he said his imaginary friend, the Rain Man, used to sing to him. Which is yeah. a great... It's yeah. a very clever use of... Of bringing this in later, and that was quite teary when he started singing. The both re- pair of them started singing, singing the song. Yeah, yeah, um, the Beatles song, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's very clever the way that they bring in the the, the word Rain Man. Yeah. He said the Rain Man used to sing to me yeah. when he I was said scared. It's like Ray, 
and it was uh, Raymond. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Tom Cruise's character accidentally says Raymond. I said, "You called me Raymond." Yeah. He said, "Did I?" Mm. I thought I said Raymond. He said, "No, I said Raymond." Yeah. Like, and that's when it twigged. Yeah. I I I genuinely like watching this film. Like it feels like it was ahead of its time. Because mm. I think so many people were... We're more aware of this condition. I think now. we are now, yeah. but when was the last time you saw a film in the last 10, 20 years that had anything that made you think about autistic people? Like, in any way, did it... Now we get TV shows like Undateables that kind of make out these people yeah. are undateable. The, the thing that got me, when they first went to the home, there was um, a, a child with Down syndrome. Yeah. And... That yes. is it's getting a little bit more nowadays that you have Down syndrome actors yeah, and yeah. actresses in he, there. He, I got but, the impression he was brought in. Yeah. But to, yeah, back to, then to that, that, that and... must have been so out there in the fact oh, of yeah. Could you imagine the I'm going, whoa. Well, do you know the, yeah. the, the bit that I was questioning today? Um when they first take Raymond to um a doctor when they're on the road and he yeah. takes him to a doctor and there's the old boy in the waiting room and he's talking about talking, history yeah. Yeah. and I'm thinking is that an actor or is that guy actually well, I think, got yeah. this condition that he's doing the autism I think type a lot thing. of yeah. stuff I think they did use a lot of I thought that was kids real. or people that were actually thought, had yeah. any a mental health issue yeah. or a disease as such as they would call it but yeah, because thought, it was when they went in the home you saw some people that were genuinely sitting like um, uh, no one's going to be able to see my face right now. <laughs> but like the underbite sort of just sitting there like. Well, they were. They were, they were genuine. People, yeah. And I. I mean, obviously, Dustin Hoffman isn't autistic, but I, I, looking at it, I could imagine that that actually was a home. And if Dustin yeah. Hoffman is a method actor, chances are he would have spent some time in that for a place month. <laughs> to see what it was like. And it, I don't think it's in any way. I could see when people turn around and go. Is disrespectful to people with autism if you're acting it, but can someone who is autistic act in that role? Yeah, because and are they going to take direction if you tell them what to do? Exactly that. But it was bringing to the forefront the the actual sort of promotion of promotion is the wrong word, but bringing into people's reality that these people exist, they're normal people just yeah, put with... at the forefront of people's mind yeah. that, oh that is actually a real thing Yeah, they're not, they're not trying to make fun of it, yeah. light of it they're, they're saying that these people with autism are just normal people the, the brain isn't wired the same as 90% of the population sort of thing doesn't mean they're a freak they're a retard or anything like that it just means they see things in a different manner he saw things mathematically which is actually how science sees everything I feel like X-Men yeah exactly you you think and and obviously not X-Men that's stupid say maybe such stuff X-Men but if you think like I mean, I've always looked at education. If a kid is good at something, why are they not pushed on that subject? Yeah. And usually autistic kids have something they love and they are amazing at. Yeah. Because they are they are like, same like I said about Down syndrome people, they have that extra chromosome. Maybe these are people that are the they're evolving and maybe they are. Maybe that's yeah. why school should. If someone yeah. turns You've ever goes, seen a Down syndrome child or adult 
that isn't loving and exactly. smiling and as they, happy they as anything. They don't see pain in the world. They see uh, love. That, that they, they should find that gene and put it in everyone. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, it's... Yeah. They are so beautiful, people and with Down syndrome. And those people are living longer. Originally, yeah. it was like 30 years. Oh, yeah. Now, they're living 60, 70, 80, 90. Yeah. You're like, they, they, they never, you never see them miserable. They you want never, a hug. They yeah, want to touch. They, they want to just got to remember such that such a wonderful trait. When, when Dustin Hoffman in his film was put in the home, we're talking yeah. early 60s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally unaware, totally oh, ignorant. Christ, yeah. The whole yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not being Did able to be managed to yeah. go in a home. Yeah. Did he yeah. say he was 16, 17 when he got married? I think he was. He was 18. He was 18. And Tom Cruise was like two or three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he said he yeah. was 18 when he, yeah. he last he drove the car yeah. down the drive. So basically, what's happened is that the parents have looked after Dustin Hoffman until he was. Until he's become um, an adult. He's become a little bit uncontrollable, sexually mature. You know, you don't know what the problems might have been. So it just reminded me of the kiss in the elevator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, how uh, was it for you? Wet, wet, wet. <laughs> I'm not being funny. That's how we all felt on the first kiss we ever had. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> was sloppy. Whether it was us with women or that, poor that, with men, that, 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 was, that, was, that was probably his first kiss. Well, that's exactly it. Was. That was probably his first, he's, a, he's a kid. He's a child. I, I can't fault yeah. how Dustin Hoffman acted that role. Oh no, no. I've met autistic not. kids and know people on the spectrum, and it's. I just think he played it spot on. Yeah. And from doing some research online, and a lot of like autistic community people have said that obviously there's so many different layers to autism, but that he didn't do it any injustice. He did, yeah, he, he, he showed yeah no injustice for anything. Mm. It, it was how some people genuinely are, and I think looking back, like you say, in the eighties. Now, yes, if someone tells said I've got autism, we're, you'd be like, we're more, okay. we're more aware of it. Yeah. We're, um, we're not going to go, what the fuck is autism? But back then, you're retarded. While we're talking, Paul, while you've got the laptop there, can you have a little look and find out, similar to the last episode, yeah. what was in contention at the Oscars this um, year? What was this, 80? 88. 88. So can you have a little look for Oscars ceremony for 89, whatever it may have been? Um, do you guys know that I mean, I found this out years ago. I didn't do this any research today. You know the scene where they're in the telephone booth in the box? Yes, I've I heard uh, this Oh, well. fart. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman actually, actually farted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was obviously unscripted. <laughs> and that reaction... Yeah. You can't is, really script a fart. No, you, yeah, can't. you can't. If it comes <laughs> out, you're like... But fair play, we're all saying like how great Dustin Hoffman is. Tom Cruise reacted to that in yeah. character. To be fair, and, though, I think if I was in there... <laughs> and I was with either of you two and you had fired I'm like what the fuck you yeah. fired I mean that stinks get out because I would be the same because I don't like people fighting yeah. but Tom Cruise stayed in character and Dustin Hoffman reacted in character uh, well, well just going through the Oscars sorry Paul give us the um, Academy Awards then who won what um, the 61st Academy Award winners in 1989 were uh, best picture was Rain Man yep best actor was Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. Best supporting actor was Kevin Klein in A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, really? Which is quite obscure, really. Because yeah. it wasn't yeah, was a great... It wasn't a great... Oh, yeah. But we'll have to look and see what else was in contention. Uh, best actress, Jodie Foster. The accused, accused. Was a good film. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, director was Rain Man, Barry Levinson. Yeah. Adapting a screenplay, Dangerous Liaisons. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, original that, screenplay, yeah. Rain Man. Um, so yeah, that was that was the main so awards of that year. That was probably the film of the year then. Yeah. I, I think yeah. wasn't it? So, 
and as I said to you guys, it was I, I just remember it being the first film to be released immediately mm. available to the home viewing audience, and it kickstarted this whole home entertainment thing that we used to now. You know, this yeah. instant streaming sort of thing that we used to now. It's not a bad movie at all, is it? No, is, is, there, is there any faults to yeah, it? Can I you? It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything? That, 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 is there anything too. bad about it? Do you know it? what? I watched it last night, mm. and the first fight, forty-five minutes. First yeah. part. First part. The first forty-five Uh-oh. minutes. I was really annoyed and stressed by it because Tom Cruise was such an annoying twat. Such a good actor, then. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's it. It's you wanted to slap him. You thought, what an ungrateful it, bastard! I think it shows, like we're in the first bit of one, you had nothing to do with your dad. Why do you deserve the money? And then yeah. when yeah. you met Raymond, you're like, why are you being he's, such an he's arsehole? Just seeing him? dollar signs, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I think it's so annoying for us because we know more about autism stuff. So it did, because I was kind yeah, of saying, I was we're thinking, more educated now, I was sitting we? there, because I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, I was mm. like, I hope he doesn't stay dick the whole time. I mean, I will say, actually, mm-hmm. I, I'm i not too keen on how it ended. Yeah, well, they, they could have. back, yeah. No, because it was like, too... he goes back and he goes, I'll see you soon. Train goes off and it ended. And I was like, oh, it, hang on. It was too ambiguous. It just wasn't... Yeah, I would rather if maybe... He'd actually gone back, and uh, if he turned up there, there was wasn't like, any definites in the ending. It wasn't it was just right. I see you soon. I, I yeah. liked it. The ending from the fact they didn't say Tom Cruise got the millions. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. I wouldn't want him to go. Yeah. I, I like the fact that Tom Cruise didn't win. Yeah, but he didn't lose at the same time. He, he got enough to keep him, you know, his head above water. I mean, for me, I would have liked it if maybe he took him to the train station mm-hmm. because obviously he doesn't like flying, so. He's getting the train home. Yeah. And even if I, I if I could have redone it now, I've had Tom Cruise had got a plane and it was there in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh, wasn't it? No. Um, Cincinnati. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. If he was there at the home, yeah. waiting for him already because the plane would have been booking the train. And if he'd got there and be like, and yeah. that's the bit as if to go, yeah. I'm here and I don't want to leave you because yeah. I love you, not anything to stay with me or money. The thing is, I think. Well, then the, you like the end of the Breaking Bad, and that was shit. <laughs> no, that was the same I, thing no, as I this. Didn't like the end of Breaking Bad. That was a bit of a comedy. But I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just glad the Tom Cruise character didn't take Raymond in because he realised that he is a selfish bastard at the mm. end of the day. And as much as he's discovered that he loved Raymond. He's a long lost brother, and he's he's worked out the routines and the things that makes Raymond happy. He had that down to a you know yeah. a fine art. He couldn't look after him I'd seriously be because oh, that, there that, is that selfish streak I mean, in it. Like the fire of alarm and that sort of thing. And, but I think it would, if they'd carried on a little bit more to show, because obviously it was at the court, not the court. It was just the talking to the yeah. doctors about going to court, and it showed then that. He loved him. Instead of spelling Vern's name, he spelled Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Which meant that's who he trusted now. Yeah. And it's kind of like, if they could have gone a little bit more on, okay, can you, even if they think, can you bring him back? And he start, okay, yeah. and he could, and that little journey back quickly, just for two, three minutes of, like, other than at the training and going, it just, for me, I just thought, it, they've just started to get into this where he's now realised that his brother isn't the three odd million 
he's his brother and he loves him and just that yeah. do you know what if he's gonna go back and I can't look after him let me take him back. Let me bring him yeah. back. Mm. And this also, let me take him to Kmart and get some pants. Cause that's, uh, Kmart that's sucks. Sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. It's like he, he that, that bond was created and you think, okay, then it stops. It's like taking away. See, I don't back. think it stopped. I'm, I'm just thinking, he knows that he's a selfish bastard, Tom Cruise. He mm. knows that he couldn't I, devote I, what he'd done over that past week. Going on the ending, I thought it was a bit cliched. Because it was at the train station, oh, waiting, so. waiting mm. to get onto the train, and he, yeah. they say their goodbyes, and he gets on, and I'm like, that's almost going back to like the forties and fifties yeah. war films. And, All aboard, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, briefing Canada. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> I, I must admit, if that was made today, I'd be wanting a different ending. To what that would film. you want? How would you like it? I, to I, something like what Liam said. You'd want a little bit of a more involved ending, mm. a happy yeah, ending. Felt like he, it's like he knew he was. Um, you don't want a happy ending, Paul. Don't look at Scott for that laughter. Um, it's like you, you wanted Tom Cruise and him to actually realise that they are brothers and they should love each other, and that's what happens. And it shows that a little bit. And then it's in that little room where he's talking to the doctor and they're like, yeah. when, like I say, he spells out Charlie's name because that's who he feels secure around. Which then shows the change in Raymond mm. and the change in Charlie. Yeah. So I think if, as I say, if it just ended with, like, right, he's got to come back. No, the court said, you've got to go back, fine. If he said, can I take you back? And if he goes, yeah, fine. He takes me back and says goodbye at the home. So he's had mm. that. So he's yeah. had that one last, another week's trip yeah. that they could have yeah. done in a quick, like, cinematic version of just, yeah, the joy, yeah. they could have driven off together. Yeah, while he's taking him home, then I think that's he's going to. That would have been a good. That would have been a good ending. Yeah, because you know when they're home. driving down the road. Yeah, the the yeah. like I can't the tree line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If the they'd done that yeah. going back up it, it then would have been like that would be good. Him he's bringing taking, him back. Yeah, yeah. he's taking him yeah. back, and it's home. like he yeah. loves him to the point that he's yeah. prepared to give him up and still visit him by going to Cincinnati instead of going see you on the train station. See that Charlie, you can watch it. Yeah, because not being funny. The see you in a couple of weeks line. Mm. I've had that from my father years ago. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's all for you, mum. But my mum went out to get milk. <laughs> I swear to fucking god, he went out to get milk for the cat. The cat died. The cat died when I was fucking two. Fucking arsehole. See you in a couple so, of weeks. Thirty-three so, Raymond. Sorry, me and Liam. Oh, my Raymond. Me and Liam are regressing <laughs> here. Fuck. <laughs> Nothing against autistic people, which is my dad's a dick. <laughs> but I, I, I thought it was a good ending, the fact that he went back to the home. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm glad that he went back. Because he was Charlie comfortable there. Yeah. And it was, and Charlie knew he couldn't look after Yeah, him. No. The, the routine schedule of him was just making him impossible to look after yeah. and lead a life of your own as well. And, and bear yes. in mind, his, his business had actually... Gone turned itself on yeah. but he actually recovered that. Oh, yeah, sorry, with the, yeah. yeah, so he was going to be going off in a different direction, yeah. Charlie, and he couldn't dedicate 24 and, hours and a I day don't to think Raymond. I don't so. think it's being selfish because you, you've got to have every person has to have their own things that they yeah. do and they they have in their life. Yeah, he realized that's where he's every hour of your day, yeah. To make sure someone else's routine yeah. is looked yeah. after. He realised that's where he's happy. He, he's got these routines and he's had them for 20 years, 30 mm. years, whatever it was. It's just, I think it cut, it's kind of weird because like he, he says when he's in that little meeting room about if he goes to court and whatever, and he says that he wants to 
have a child with him. He's his brother. That's who he loves. He wants to carry on that bond. And then it kind of goes like they start. The doctor starts pressuring. Um, oh, Raymond, yeah, he pushes, and yeah. he pushes yeah. him, and he's like, "Oh, that was evil." I yeah, thought. and then Charlie says, "Like, can you stop?" Like, and he and he wants his brother to be okay. And it's like, okay, and then like they walk out, and then he's talking to Charlie when that's again mm. when he spells his name out because that's who he loves. And then next thing is the terrible train. You kind of like, yeah. okay, so where was there at any point that the court did say, or if even if Charlie went, do you know what? This is where you should be. It's there was like a, there was no decision there, was there? No, it's kind of no. went okay. So he went on that because it got to a point where Charlie was genuinely like as if he was going to go. Do you know what? I can do this. I could look after him. I'll give up who I am. Mm. You don't see that, and I think for me. That's the only bit I would tweak. I would never remake the film because no. there is nobody that could do that in the way no. them two did. And unless Tom Cruise was to be the autistic. Kid, I was, was going to say, you could get, there. you could probably get an actor to play mm. one of them, but not two good enough actors. It's actually enough, interesting if Tom Cruise played the autistic. With enough chemistry to Ford, make... Could you imagine? Yeah. The age? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thirty years on, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise goes years. full retard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> exactly, he was. Yeah, yeah. but it's still, it doesn't take. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because of the ending. I, I think it was amazing. Girl. Sorry, I'm going to skip back to what we were on a minute ago. Yeah, uh, with the awards of that year cool. and the other films that are around. Go on. Yeah. Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. Miss. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Crazy, yeah. It? Mississippi Burning. Uh, the two William Defoe movies there in a row. Yeah, Working Girl. See, this is typical late eighties. Gorillas in the Mist. Yeah. So there's some. Yeah. Like anything with the monkey in it. Yeah. No, it's not a giant monkey. Usually his right. bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there were some great films out that year. So were they all? Nominated for Best Picture, I think. Oh, a few of them uh, might. Mississippi Dangerous Liaison, Mississippi Burning, yeah. Working Girl, all nominated for the Working Best Girl picture. Best Picture. That's incredible. Yeah, um, oh, I didn't realize Sigourney Weaver was in Gorillas in the Mist. She was indeed. She wasn't a monkey. Back then, not now. Um, similar to what we were saying about the um, John Hughes movies, we were talking about a few episodes ago. Mm. This. Is typical eighties as well, almost. Yeah, yeah, it is. When you look at, it, you can say, "Oh, the Hans Zimmer soundtrack as well." That, uh, yeah, yeah. it uh, reminded me yeah. of, especially the first sequence, reminded me of Miami Vice. Exactly, it was just yeah. that yeah. sort of poppy electronic and, and sort the clothing of music. and things. Yeah. Like that. If you were to show them something, they go, "Oh, that's like the yes. suits yeah. they went in the casino with." Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just like if you'd have Double taken a, if you'd have taken away a shirt and put a t-shirt underneath, it would have been Crockett and Tops. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, they rolled, rolled up sleeves <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah, I've dressed like that like in the two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> it it's 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 rare that we get a film that we all genuinely actually love do we love this film uh, it, it's a beautifully portrayed film yeah yeah it, it showed no uh, to me it shows no negativity towards any disability see the thing is I know there's people out there that don't like this they think I it's think a bit schmaltzy or yeah. a bit oh you know it's all dusting off well, doing, you know, doing the retard thing just to get the Oscar or whatever but Le- Liam and I hate Oscar bait movies yeah. This probably is an Oscar bait movie then. But this, it, it didn't feel that way. Mm. It didn't feel pretentious. It didn't feel artsy-fartsy, I'm doing this to get an Oscar. Yeah. It was like, to me, it was a film that you look at and you go, 
No one, know, didn't really yeah. know much about no one had ever touched on that no. subject before yeah. in a major Hollywood film. True. Yeah. I think uh, there is. Uh, there's a lot of Oscar baiting films that I can actually probably turn around and say I like. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were talking about recently with Three Billboards, um, The Shape of Water, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I love quite films. Genuinely do. Yeah. There's um, films that won awards that, um, like I mentioned a minute ago, uh, Twelve Years a Slave. That that was a really good film, genuinely a really good film, um, very well made by uh, the. I can't believe the black guy made it. Paul Stephen Newman. Yeah. Oh, Steve McQueen. Paul Newman. <laughs> Paul Newman. I know it was a famous actor. <laughs> That's the last thing I said. No, 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 together in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, close. Yeah, both were yeah. good-looking men, apparently. But yeah, Steve McQueen, and that was an amazing film. But and some people could look at him and go, if you was the average movie goer, you could look at Twelve Years a Slave and go. Oscar Bain, because it's something that's usually Oscar Bain is a subject that's yeah. to touch on. It's about, a str- it's be... about a struggle, it's about someone that's yes. disadvantaged, it's about. Exactly. Yeah. If you can do something that people go, oh, then you're Oscar Bain. Of course it is. And yeah. not by choice, and genuinely, I'm not saying that yeah. slavery was a thing that people done in the future to Oscar Bain. <laughs> but it's to do that film, gr- amazing fucking film. Yeah. Genuinely amazing film. Oh, God, yeah. But you can see some films that are put out and you think, you want to win awards for this. Yeah. Not, and again, not taking anything away from that film. Um, superb. The same as like, I look at Shape of Water. I love that film. Yeah. But to me, I'm, I'm watching it, loving it, but going, you're aiming for something here. <laughs> you're not just going, I want a certain viewer. You're going, I want the big critics to look. And well, with Shape of Water. That. Yeah. And well, I love that film. I just think there was a typical I think Delta. Shape of Water was better than Three Billboards as well. Much better. Which, I, I like them both, but for different reasons. Say, I like them both for different reasons, but again, three billboards, much like Rain Man, ended badly. Yes. Because I was sitting there, got into a film, and I was like, here we go. Oh, it's finished. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I thought he was going to go and kill some motherfuckers. <laughs> and you're like, it ended. And everyone played a super role. Everyone played a super role. Oh, God, there was no bad acting. No, no movie. one was bad acting. And... Every single character in which bits they done and portrayed was superb. So I'm Can not I suggest something now? And I've just thought of this. We're rapidly heading towards the end of the year now. Mm-hmm. Stinking Paws has been going for five years, and we've always reviewed classic movies, and there's been this ten year rule. Do you want to drop it? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> Do you want to drop it where? What, permanently, you can, you can or? bring a movie to the table that you think one. would be considered a classic in a future classic. A future classic would 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 you like to drop that whole thing that it's a classic movie podcast? That uh, I'm going to speak first, please. Oh, I'm going to speak first. You had you put your hands up. You're not used to no. your oh, oh, would you rather have the amnesty where we could do it once a year that we we, we do? Uh, I think I may be speaking. For maybe myself and Paul, <laughs> I think dropping the tenure might be a good thing. Okay. Not so we can pick shit films, mm-hmm. but not like a and go, oh, I want to pick oh, some crap. But films that are worthy of mentioning, because when we yeah. pick old this films, is what I wanted we to tend watch. to pick films that are worthy. And I think if you were to say, right, we dropped the tenure, I think it might, especially for me and Paul, would be like, oh, and we start thinking of films that are big This is what I'm thinking films. now. This is what I'm thinking, but... I would also like you to 
actually consider going back a bit further than what Man, we're doing. I watched doing. Chinatown the other day. Good man. Like uh, it? I did like it, yeah. Right. But I'm thinking, I say that like I shouldn't have. But I'm like, yeah. I didn't watch it. I'm, I'm thinking going back a little bit further than that as well. But I mentioned Goldbrush with Charlie Chaplin. Okay, we did. I've watched, I've watched yeah. a lot of Charlie Chaplin. I had Charlie Chaplin on Blu-ray. He, he reviewed a film on Real Britannia. Um, uh, blue, blue, blue light, or whatever the blue lamp, blue lamp, mm. and I was having a conversation with him, and I shocked him by telling him the plot because I'd seen it and liked it, yeah. and that's okay. Sixties, like fifties film. Let's make the official announcement. I think we should watch whatever you like, as long as we can watch Sally Gardner at a gallop. Okay, what the hell is Sally Gardner again? That was the 1878 short film, <laughs> silent film. I've seen that. That was naught minutes long. I've seen that. It's a little. It's not even. A, it's not even proper cinema. It's one of those um, whirly do dog. Yeah, yeah, that they just turn round and it That's makes. The, I, know, I know what you're. Look like it's film moving. Ever made? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was in that. I could watch. That. <laughs> oh, round hay garden scene. Oh, sorry, there's your scenes. Um, let's drop the 10 year rule from now on but I, I think but we will probably I will, still I will, go I, please we'll go back if we can do anything modern I think there's more of a chance of us going back because yeah. like oh we want to do that and then going ah but because we have that choice mm-hmm. you're probably more forced to go back because if yeah. you have to go back you're trying to go like 2008 I'd, I'd like you guys to actually go back to try and it sounds really condescending when I'm like, trying to educate you, but mm, I'd like you guys to discover some of the older movies. Well, perhaps we should even try every, every now and again to each pick a 60s or a 70s or a 50s let's, movie let's theme, each. theme yeah. months and things yeah. like that. So yeah. not just an actor or a director, but a decade. But just force ourselves to go, right, we're going to pick a movie from yeah. the 50s. Yeah. or a movie. Yeah. That might be the way to go. Let's talk about it in the new year. Let's give ourselves a rating for this. Um, Rain Man. What do you think, Scott? Is it your f- film? Uh, film? Sorry, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's just how my voice goes when I've had a drink. <laughs> Keep that one on there, baby. What do you think, Scott? Is that like a cross between Alan Freeman and... And Tony Blackburn. <laughs> Pop Pickers. All right, mate. Um, Smash your nicey. Out of ten, it's Let's a nine. rock. A nine. It's a nine because of that whole thing about being a perfect ten. Mm. Nice. It's a four out of five. Paul O. Lazar. I would probably go an eight. So still a four out of five if we were to go. No, the because other it one. doesn't work like that, Paul. You, oh. you haven't you haven't sussed this, this five star ten star. No, no, no. Mine's a hard no. four out of five, whereas <laughs> your yours would be more a high four out of five. Okay. So mine's an eight out of ten. Excellent. I like the film. It's it has dated well because it doesn't matter what era it was set in. It didn't date. That's the thing. Yeah, like it, it, I think with films like that, it doesn't matter about whether it was set in the fifties, whether it was set in the eighties, nineties, whenever. It, it's the story that is it's what brilliant. what yeah what grabs you. But also, yeah. what yeah. we've just discussed, the attitude of definitely of the time. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And, yeah. and yet, I don't think actually you could make that film now because the attitudes would be much more sympathetic. Because people are more them. educated about yeah. what's going on. Yeah. In some sense, you could do it in some parts of this country and people would still be like, what's wrong with it? Yep. Yeah. Because some oh, people yeah. are ignorant to it. Yeah. Even though we're educated more in what we see. But yeah, some people are more ignorant to it. I think we're lucky in a way that us three, we work with yes. certain people yeah. with that condition. We, yeah. we come across this in our, our daily working life. And we know how to, oh, definitely, you know, to deal with these sort of things. Yeah. But back then, like I yeah, said to you, I'd never, I'd never heard of the, the, the term I, autistic I seven. In the 90s. No, I would never, never have known heard of no, no. ever. No, I think I, back in that era, I'd only just heard of Tourette's, and that was because yes. a member of my class had it. Not the swearing kind, but the my one with the tics. Yeah, <laughs> he was fucking brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, you only knew He's about stupid. that if you had been exposed to someone with it. Yeah, yeah, it was the thing, was it? Liam, your score. Me, I would go with a nine. I'd go with a, uh, a generous nine. A generous nine. Um, a heavy nine. Yeah. A heavy nine because I I, I did enjoy the film. Um, the ending, as I say, I would like to have changed. Um, and I would say that counts like a three and a half out of, ten, out of five. Yeah. Um, no, four. I was going to say, that's seven. I got confused with Paul's eight. It doesn't have to correlate because I say, when, when you realise what I'm saying about a five score, you know, a five star movie and mm. a ten out of ten. I'll give it a, a C. So exactly, we could also do that sort of rate as well. Irish, yeah, actually, in, in a grading system, what would you give it? I'd give it a C. A C, a C plus. I'd say you go higher. No, no, if, you give, if you've given higher, it a 9, no, it's, it's got to be higher. It's got to be a B plus or an A minus. It's got to be an A minus. Well, there's 26 it? letters in the alphabet. There's only 10 numbers in Oh, yeah, but the F is a fail, so... <laughs> All right, rub it in. <laughs> rub it in, not a fucked up at school. <laughs> Keep reminding me that only it's got three a, grades. It's an A minus from you, isn't it? So. No, Scott just graded for me. <laughs> I just graded uh, as, as, as your teacher. teacher. <laughs> ever for me, grade me lower. But no, I'm not, not going to give it a letter because I don't believe in that system. I don't believe in letters. Oh, no. They do exist. No, they don't. They do. No, they don't. What's your name then? 23 minus 16. <laughs> My name is Seven. I don't think that's the answer. <laughs> Oh shit, the maps. I'm better than that as well, right? I got an epic maps. That's right. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. It was 23 minus 16 is 7. He's 7, yeah. <laughs> He's a savant. How many two peaks? He's fucking freaky, man. <laughs> 246. I've got four in the box, yeah. <laughs> I remember Big girl. that as well. <laughs> We're all fucking laughing. If I go to the dogs and they tell me to go, you're actually autistic, I'd be like, fuck! <laughs> I, I have a tendency to get sick of which is why I got attracted by traffic lights at the start of this, by yeah. the way. So, ooh, I keep looking at the fucking traffic it's lights. It's a good like, job it isn't still fireworks, isn't it? I fucking hate fireworks. People like fireworks, you pricks. All of you. I don't care. You scare dogs, you scare cats, and you scare wildlife. Stop it. But yeah, this film I'll give it a 9 out of 10. And an A minus, apparently. So that's Rain Men. And we are oh, rapid. Liam. My name's Liam. <laughs> and as we rapidly approach towards the end of the year, we have got to decide on a Christmas and New Year movie. And let's take a break, have a little chat, and we'll be back after this. And now, preview time. 
When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. 2018, rapidly drawing to a close. End of an era. It's seen the year that you two have been brought back into the fold. Yes, after being dumped unceremoniously. <laughs> like we didn't matter in yeah. the first yeah, I Not that we're bitter about it um, or anything. But, but you've still been recording with me, so I thank you. We're recording for you. So. <laughs> but as you say, it is the end of an era. The start of a new one? Should we just have a moment? A <laughs> moment, please. A moment, okay. Liam, the most musical fart you would ever hear. Um, <laughs> Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that desperate, is it? We, we, what we're saying is that we, we're going to drop the 10-year rule in the new year. But we've still got Christmas to get out of the way. Mm. Yes, that dreaded time of year. The dreaded time of year where you know there's shit movies and family and getting drunk and Christmas crackers. and you know, all that, all we like is... Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> We're good with that bit. But also, we like a good movie. Yeah. So we, we just sat down for a minute and we said, well, what the bloody hell are we going to review for Christmas? There's 10,000 Christmas movies out there. Out of them, there's probably only about six or seven that are any good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they've all been done by us. Before we had a Christmas special a couple of years ago that was, you know, sort of vague about what Christmas yeah. actually meant. Let's do Home Alone. I mean, to be fair, it's very apt for all three of us. Home Alone, <laughs> <laughs> it's sad wankers. Oh, Christmas, <laughs> we are using Home Alone. Still single ladies. Um, but yeah, let's just celebrate Christmas with Home Alone next time. And I've got a little bit of a special episode for Christmas Eve as well that's going to go out. Nice. Look forward to that one, Scott. Not going to say too much, but just keep listening. Liam, Paul, thank you. I will see you Christmas for yes. the next episode. Yes. I will wear a Christmas jumper just for you. Excellent. I'll have the Christmas hat and the Christmas pants. I'll even dye my hair, my beard hair. Ginger. White. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to spray paint it orange because none of you know I'm ginger. <laughs> Guys, see you soon. Thank you very much. Cheers. Au revoir. The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Astrid Arms, that infernal jamboree is worse than two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. Fail down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said. Don't wear a frown. Try positive thinking. Laugh at your troubles instead. You've gotta look on the bright side. On hope so much depends. With your confidence sinking, positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. 
when things look black. Try positive thinking. Treat every season as spring. No glancing back. Try positive thinking. Trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Shut up, you ugly bitch. Oh, shut up. We enjoy it.